Welcome to The Disruptors, the podcast about the future of all of us, where we look at the technologies, trends, and societal norms shaping our collective future. Here, the world's top minds share their insights and predictions on the convergence, direction, and ethics of exponential technologies transforming life as we know it. You can learn more and stay up to date at disruptors.fm. Mirmani Press presents Death Donor by Matt Ward. More information on the author at mattwardwrites.com to purchase the complete audio adventure or to download the entire techno-thriller free with a free trial of Audible, visit deathdonor.com. Today's episode is brought to you guys by BitTrust. Do you want to add Bitcoin to your retirement account? Do you think cryptocurrencies are going, going, going somewhere special? If you think that Bitcoin really has the potential and you want to get involved in the space, the world of cryptocurrency can be confusing. How do you get involved? That's the question so many people have. Well, you can diversify your portfolio, get into crypto investments, and more by checking out bittrustira.com disruptors. They can help you seamlessly add cryptocurrency, store the private keys in nuclear bunkers, with military-grade protection, and they've got the lowest trading fees in the industry. Make sure you guys check them out. BitTrustIRA.com slash disruptors. That's D-I-S-R-U-P-T-O-R-S. And for a limited time, they're waiving the sign-up fee, a $50 value. Just for signing up, checking them out, and putting Bitcoin and other awesome cryptocurrencies into your retirement account. Want to diversify a little bit with some digital gold? BitTrustIRA.com slash disruptors for more details. And now let's get back to the episode. Mike. Here we go again. Let's get this over with. Come in. The door opened and into my anything-but-ornate office strode Megan Larson, the third time in as many weeks. Confident as always, long legs propelled the crossfit-forged brunette past a wide-mouthed Owens at the door and towards my cluttered desk, her poisonous brown eyes sizing me up. Tall, casual black Armani, and high cheekbones with just the right amount of makeup, no doubt from her various stylists or high-profile clientele. How have you been, Senator? Have you considered our offer? There was something about her, attacking and inviting all at once. A pit bull I wasn't sure I should pet. You're back? Already? She smiled, still standing. We both know how important this deal is. You're coming up for re-election next year, and I hear the mayor is considering your seat. And you want me to sell my soul and take DDI money to beat that corrupt rat of a woman and be your marionette, that it? It was a game to these dirtbag lobbyists. I wasn't perfect, not by any means, ask my ex-wife, if you had twenty minutes to kill. But thank God I never became a lobbyist. Look, Miss Larson, take a seat. I gestured to the straight-backed mahogany chair facing my simple wooden desk. What do you want? Her penciled brows twitched without so much as a wrinkle. We are looking to bring jobs back to your home state right in Atlanta. But Boston and Toronto are offering generous tax breaks, and DDI has its shareholders to consider. I didn't respond, letting silence work for me. The polls don't look good, she said at last. Our people have run the numbers. I'm sure yours have as well. She was right. 
Rodriguez was up ten points since we'd failed to raise minimum wage. Georgians were struggling, and the economy was always make or break. What do you want? I asked. You need funding and a few headline photo ops. We can make that happen. She outlined terms and what they could offer before leaving. Did she think I was that crooked? Next meeting. Shit, the Christian Life Group. They'd lost that battle years ago. The executive fleet Tesla pulled into my high-rises reinforced, guard-patrolled underground bunker. It had been a long day. Everyone wanted something. Tax the rich, tax the poor. Why aren't we spending more on the military, healthcare, education reform? What had happened to that naive kid from Syracuse looking to change the system? When had I become so cynical? At least we weren't in session. Senate cats were a whole nother matter, asses tight enough to uncork Merlot as they slayed you for dessert. Sir, are you okay? It was Reggie Owens, the tall, black bodyguard who'd been at my side since my election, holding the door. Had I been daydreaming? I chuckled. Fine, Reg. One of those days. And how many times do I have to tell you, call me Mike? He smiled as we headed for the lift. At least one more, sir. Everyone in the building was vetted and under constant surveillance. Pools, gyms, and 10,000-square-foot gardens protected by AI and facial recognition. The elevator opened to my favorite song, Live Like You Were Dying, and whisked us to 45. We got off and followed plush carpeting into my empty apartment. Dang, it had been ages since I'd seen Anne, my one neighbor. I'd been wanting to ask her out for a while. I kicked off loafers on the brown welcome-home mat Ava had picked out but never taken, sighing. None of this was my stuff, not really. Between secretaries, assistants, and Ava, everything about this put-together apartment had a touch too much class. At least I'd decorated the pad in D.C. and house in Syracuse myself, so they weren't as lonely. Starving, I headed for the kitchen, glad for heated tile. You hungry? I yelled. Reggie grunted approval. What did we have today? Tupperware lined the stainless steel fridge. Eight options. Larry, you're a godsend. He must have stocked up. I stuck the cultured bison with wild grains into my multipurpose oven, sneaking a few chocolate-covered almonds while waiting, waistline be damned. Waiting... I replayed the day in my head to ignore the antique kitchen table which haunted me with memories of making love to my ex-wife. It'd be a fight with Rodriguez this November. She'd done a phenomenal job turning around downtown. Crime, poverty, unemployment. Was this the year to call it quits? My chip buzzed. Call coming in. I tapped my temple and an overlay appeared, activating my internal headphones. It was Jamie. Hey, Dad, how's it going? She looked so much like her mother, the same fiery brown eyes, uncontrolled yet gorgeous hair, and turned up nose up to no good. Hey, Jame, how was school? I missed you. Can't wait for this weekend. I had it all planned out. Yeah, Dad, about that, she said. Not again. It had been three weeks since we'd had a weekend at my place. Mom thought her and I could go to Rome. 
It's the last summer before my apprenticeship and all, and I've always wanted. Ever since that cheesy heist movie, she talked about going. Relegated again. I swallowed hard. Rome will be great, Jame. I'd always called her Jame. Ava hated it. When? That's the best part, Dad. We'll be there a month for summer, authentic as it gets. I nodded, doing my best to mask the crushing blow. But even we politicians have tells. Jamie's eyes clouded. You're disappointed, aren't you? She asked. No, honey, it's great. You'll learn a ton, and we'll hang out when you're back, before your Google Life internship. I forced a smile. A whole month without her. Dad, you're the best. Mom knew you'd say yes. Of course she did, the selfish bitch. Jamie had to go not long after. Ava had decided to eat out to celebrate, no thought for anyone else but herself and the little girl who was everything to her. Nothing had changed. Damn it, Ava. Another lonely night. A few meetings the following morning, senators and congressmen fighting for bipartisan support on this and that. Half were on DDI's dole, or Google's. There was so much money in corporate finance. Dad had railed against it growing up, root of all evil. He was right. I'd seen a lot in the years since beating Joe Porter. He'd been the NRA-sponsored favorite, and me, the unknown upstart. He was conservative, and me, liberal, an upstate New York implant who'd witnessed enough inner-city violence to ban weapons outright. Talk about unpopular, especially in Georgia. But knocking up a coked-up underage girl and Christian norms did the rest. The upstanding voters sent me packing to D.C., in over my head. I'd come a long way. On the ride, I called my ex-wife. Big mistake. Ava, Rome, really? Come on, Mike. Jamie's wanted to go since freshman year. And we could have gone any point since. You could have asked. Not that you ever did. She rolled a practiced eye. You were too busy for your family ten years ago. Why is today different? At least it's not a birthday you're missing this time. Ouch. Low blow. I clenched my teeth. When do you leave? I want to see her. Sunday, she replied without acknowledging my request. Shit. Two days. Not cool. I'll pick her up tonight, around seven. I don't know. Damn it, Ava! I snapped. Therapist's advice be damned. I want to see my daughter. I'll be there at seven. I hung up and sighed. Just another day as a divorced dad. Even politicians had shit for rights. Ethan. Three more reps, sir, Boris shouted. I arched my back into the hard bench, inching the bar off my heaving chest. Four. Five. The barbell froze midway, 315 pounds bearing down as Boris towered over me. Want help? No. Don't quit. Google wouldn't SLI either. And this would be a new personal best. What doesn't kill you? The bar descended. Push, damn it. You should have been able to save Bobby. Don't! I snarled. I got it. The bar thudded on my chest, and Boris ripped it onto waiting hooks. 
My eyes snapped open. I said I had it. I know, sir, but you are going to Don't say die. My arms shivered. Never say die. I hated that word. Boris knew not to argue. After an ice bath and ultraviolet sauna, I showered and suited up. Nikes and a blue Lacoste t-shirt. Perks of being CEO. Footsteps. How was your night? I asked. Fine, sir. Jones took up position in the kitchen's Roman arches, furtive, sunken eyes never settling. Her back, normally West Point Ramrod Street, slouched in the doorframe. Sure everything is okay? I asked. Didn't look like it. She sighed. Mum stuff. Home late last night. Nothing to worry about, sir. Some jobs required more sacrifice, and I paid more than enough considering how many unemployed soldiers and bodyguards there were. She'd get over it. Sipping exotic crude, Jones and I discussed the day's schedule before walking the soundproof bunker hallway to the main lift, walls lined with the best security money could buy. A Boy Scout was always prepared. Cheese, Boy Scouts. It had been ages since Mom stepped up as pack leader, organizing camping trips, code academies, everything. She didn't give a damn how the other dads looked at her. Her Ethan deserved a real childhood, good-for-nothing father be damned. Legal and HR waited as the coral line Tahiti room doors opened. The call came in at 7 a.m. sharp, Ethiopian and Croatian offices materializing above the driftwood table. What's the status of our permits and facilities, Deirdre? I asked, despite knowing the answer. Slower than expected. Croatians are putting up red tape like it's Christmas. Could be 3E fighting for their turf, or perhaps Asia? We need those fucking bodies! I snapped to get everyone's attention. Sometimes it took a well-timed F-bomb to get down to business. Do whatever it takes. I want a donor pipeline by Q1 next year and a full-blown facility in Zagreb by Q3. Could you do that? She promised. Same thing with Ethiopia, albeit faster and a better price. The Ethiopian government was holding on by a thread, desperate for jobs and tax revenue. Today's episode is brought to you guys by Fiverr Business, the best place to go to when you need to hire someone fast and efficient to handle whatever your job may be. I know I've used Fiverr before for designing cover art for this podcast and others, for designing book covers, and for getting all kinds of quick work done effectively. It's great for running your business, which can be tough to do, for finding talent, managing projects. Fiverr Business makes it easy to hire the top freelancers and collaborate on projects. This is something that I definitely recommend doing, outsource as much as you can, and Fiverr Business is a great way to do that. They've got a team of dedicated success managers to help you match with your best talent. Check them out. Collaborating online has never been this easy, ever. And right now you can sign up for Fiverr Business absolutely free for the first whole, wow, for a year, geez. For the first year and save 10% on your purchase of Fiverr Business with the promo code DISRUPTORS. Just go to Fiverr, that's F-I-V-E-R-R dot com slash business. And don't forget the promo code DISRUPTORS. Today's episode is brought to you guys by Otis Wealth. I don't know if you're like me, but I loved collecting things as a kid, especially coins and sports cards. I was always interested in a Michael Jordan one or anyone I could get my hands on. Well, now there's a way that you can invest in the things you love, in the memorabilia and 
uh, just all around awesome cultural assets that all of us have known and grown to love. Otis Wealth is sponsoring the podcast. You can check out their app at withotis.com slash disruptors. Download it, sign up for free. There's all sorts of different stuff you can find in there, buy, and then if Otis sells it at a higher value, you earn. Your investment goes up in value. And you know what? You got to own a piece of something awesome. With Otis.com slash disruptor. That's disruptor without the S, D-I-S-R-U-P-T-O-R. Check it out. And if you're interested in sports cards, comics, collectibles, sneakers, art, whether you like X-Men, LeBron James, you want to get those new Jordans, or you played Super Mario or Super Smash Brothers like me, you can invest in that and just maybe make a buck on the backside with otis.com slash disruptor for more details. Sam. Back-to-back travel was rare. Boris gave the all-clear sign, and we hopped from the company VTOL to the second-story ivy-covered landing pad of Mayor Rodriguez's four-acre estate. Ethan had warned me of another late night. At least Darren hadn't read me his bloody riot act. Lunch with his department head to talk funding proposals. Never enough to go around. Two thick-necked Brits sporting scowls and MP5s led us past pristine greenery to a disguised lift with palatial views of the Wald Manor compound. Servant quarters sat on either side of the main, with fountains, searchlights, and four concealed snipers none but my war-wrecked eyes would have noted as my hand went to my holster. Rodriguez stood in the double-doored main entrance. Ah, Ethan, you've made it. She was short but trim, had wavy shoulder-length brown hair, fiery Colombian eyes, and a confidence matched by brown designer slacks, full of herself. As we entered the cavernous home with rich, ebony chairs, a sweeping staircase, Persian rugs and polished lamps, a broken-nosed killer of a man confiscated my Glock and Boris's Makarov, an army of armed guards lounging in leather recliners behind him. Skipping the worthless small talk, Ethan got down to business. Ms. Larson told me, Look, Ms. Mayor, we put Atlanta on the map. We commercialized Dr. Patel's research and made Georgia Tech and the city fabulously wealthy in the process. A message from Darren flashed. I'd read it later. Naked without my pistol, I sized up the guards for weaknesses or potential weapons while they eyeballed me. Statue, stool... Both would work. Wouldn't be the first time Ethan's acquaintances tried something. At least they'd underestimate me. The big ones always did. Ethan, there's an election coming up, Rodriguez said. She didn't say more, catty intentions lurking in murky yet obvious shadows to avoid scrutiny. When was your last treatment? Ethan asked. Your how old numerically? Biologically? She squirmed, eyes narrowing. Two years. I'm fifty-five, she said at last. But thirty-seven biologically. So you've done, what, three, maybe four treatments? A tense pause. Your businesses were successful before being elected. Not that successful, though. Her fake eyes narrowed. It was no secret she'd profited from her position. Tech companies had flocked to Atlanta the past three decades. So, Ethan said after a lengthy stare-down, what's it going to take? 
The mayor smiled. Now we're talking. And they did, about all manner of under-the-table deals. We left as the mayor's people brought out tea and crumpets. Ethan had no patience for niceties. Me either. The guards returned our weapons as we left. On the VTOL, I read Darren's message. He'd be home late again, too. I called Malia. Go to Ali's house. His parents will be home. I'll have Dad call. She'd like that. Malia and Ali had been inseparable since Ali's family fled the reincarnation revolt in northern India five years earlier. Ali's father, Pranav, worked at DDI in R&D, and we got together every few weekends to grill or for exotic Indian cuisine. Damn it, Ethan murmured to himself. We need to stop by the lab. Gonzales, take us downtown. Yes, sir. Up front, Gonzales pulled a 180 for the bustling city. He was pointless. The VTOL flew fine on its own. But after that Luftwaffe standoff over German VAT, always have a backup plan was Ethan's favorite motto. Ethan. Why'd the state insist on unannounced visits? Was Schmidt playing hardball or Rodriguez? Omar could deal with this. Did I have to do everything myself? And who the fuck forgot to dust? My nose twitched as the elevator rocketed to the third-floor showroom. Up ahead, Omar's voice. As you see, the place is state-of-the-art, only the best for our patients. We caught the tour group at the sales lounges, dozens of prospects at ornate tables in action-shot-lined rooms, discussing their futures, goals, and expectations. People loved us. And unlike our less scrupulous competitors, we had salesmen and clientele of every race and nationality. I'd made sure. Boosted conversions 8%. We strode through psychologist-designed rooms filled with binaural buying beats, taking it in. When can my daughter get on the wait list? Do you have bulk packages? Is my fourth treatment covered? Our salesmen handled the flood well, faces calm, smiles wide, but not too wide, commissioned greed never entering their eyes. The regulators must have felt it too, and waved us on. Good. We slipped into the overcrowded donor waiting room, lines sneaking out the door. You stole my spot! A tall, scraggly man grabbed the disheveled lady in front of him and threw her to the floor. Wait your damn turn! I need the money now, my son. Shut it, lady, another snapped. We all need the cash. The guard at the door stepped forward and yanked the pathetic woman to her feet, dragging her out. Under a minute, no blood. Not bad. Passing automatic doors, we reached one-way glass, offices barren by comparison. Cheap IKEA furniture, whitewashed walls, and piles of prospective donor cards. A twenty-something salesman with short blonde hair was showing the curly redhead a holographic chart. Donor packages are running 29000 for Anglo-Saxons. He pointed to the graph's peak. It's a great offer. He ruffled a six-inch stack, at least two-thirds of which were fake to increase urgency, before saying, Sorry, I can't guarantee the price beyond today. She dabbed hopeless eyes. I need the money. My kids... I know exactly how you feel. He jumped into our analyst's scripted spiel. 
Fifteen years ago, my mom made the same choice. The woman broke down, sobbing. I'll do it. I wanted to pump my fist. I loved a good clothes. And five grand below market price? It was good. But he'd never touch my fifteen-in-a-day record. The suits left to find Li Na and review company numbers. Later, I'd blow the dusty trio away at the Leaf, my new project. I had a reputation to uphold, five Michelin stars and Atlanta's number one restaurant ranking five years running. Why settle for second? Be the change you want to see in the world. That's something I strive towards and fail towards every single day. If you enjoy this podcast, if you think the world could benefit from conversations like this, the greatest compliment you can give us is referring to the disruptors to a friend or talking about us on social media. Please take 30 seconds to do so. It would mean the world to us, and if we're lucky, help us build towards a better world. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for helping us spread the message, and have a great day. You have been listening to Death Donor by Matt Ward. For more information, to purchase the complete audio adventure, or to download the entire techno-thriller free with a free trial of Audible, visit deathdonor.com. If you want more of The Disruptors, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, or go to disruptors.fm, where you'll find tons of audio and video interview stories with leaders in the fields of genetics, cryptocurrency, longevity, AI, space, VR, and much, much more. You can also follow me on Twitter at MattWardIO. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a quick review on iTunes at disruptors.fm slash iTunes to help more people discover the podcast and help us make a bigger impact.